0: Welcome back to Heart to Heart. I am Bachava Hart, your host. This is going to be, I think, my first official video podcast. I have been wanting to do video for a while. I always record, but I always edit the audio separately and just do video for little clips for social media. If you are listening to this, you can watch it too. Hopefully, it's good. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it, and I will keep it up. Last week, my papa passed away, and. I took the week off of work off of social media. I obviously didn't put out a podcast. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that without getting like too emotional. But my papa had been sick for I would say almost a year now he fell and then I believe he had like a small stroke. And it was just like in the summer, there was a lot of times where my dad was like, I don't know what's happening," like. We don't know if he's gonna make it, and he really, really like fought through it all because his kids and his wife and all of us were really like, "We love you, we need you in this world, like you can't go yet, and he really, really like even when his body was failing on him, really I think fought till his dying moment to be there for my grandma and for his family, even though I know that he was in tremendous pain and I know he was suffering, um, and one of the reasons I was excited about coming down to Miami was because I obviously had seen my grandparents, but i maybe see them once or twice a year. Even when I come down to Miami, they live in Boyan Beach, so I didn't go up there as often because it's like about an hour and a half drive, and when I knew I was coming down here, I'm like, I'm going to be able to spend more time with them because I'm going to be living here and there's going to be no reason for me not to take a day trip and hang out with them. So the past month and a half, I've really had the opportunity to go there and spend days that if I lived in New York still, I wouldn't have had the ability to do. Like my siblings came down and visited, but they come for a few days here and there. My dad was obviously down all the time and his siblings, they were amazing, taking care of my grandparents. and. I'm just really thankful that I had this time with him. When I did move down, one of my concerns was I was scared to see my papa sick because the way that I remembered him was lively and always talking and happy. And when you see someone sick in bed, can't move, can barely talk, I was scared. I was like, I'm I'm scared to see him like that. But obviously, I was like, I'm living in Miami. I'm going to go visit and spend my time. And I'm so happy that I did that. And if anyone is in a similar position where you have a family member or a grandparent that is sick and you're scared to see them like that because you have different memories, just know that you're never going to regret that time. And if anything, you're going to be so happy and thankful that you went and got to spend every moment you could with them because that's how I feel. And on Saturday night when I was on a brand trip in Houston, my dad sent a message to my family saying, we all need to get down there because, like, it's it's coming to an end. And my flight from Houston landed in Fort Lauderdale. And I had a plan. I thought I was flying into Miami. I was all annoyed that I was flying into Fort Lauderdale instead of Miami. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just go and go straight to my grandparents. Instead of going to Miami, sleeping there, my dad wasn't coming until later that evening. My siblings were had flights for Monday. So I'm like, I'll just go Monday morning. But then when I saw my flight was going to be landing in Fort Lauderdale, I'm like, I'm already halfway there. I might as well just go straight to my grandparents. I'll be fine without my clothing for a day. And I'll go back to Miami on Monday. And I went there. Um... And my aunt was there and I got to hang out with my grandma and I got to see my papa and he knew that I was there and I was able to speak with him and he was able to open his eyes and see me and my dad and brother landed maybe around 7 p.m. And when they came, we went straight to his bed and we were singing with him all of like the Hebrew songs that we knew. We went through all the Shabbat songs, all the prayers he knew. And he reached for my dad's hand and he was squeezing it and and like every time we would stop because we felt like we'd sang all the songs we could sing, he would squeeze my dad's hand harder and like be like continue, to the point where my dad got like a sitter, which is a prayer book to like look in it to find some more songs to sing with him, and I still have a video of that and some photos, and uh, and we had dinner and later that night maybe like twelve thirty they my papa. Since his body was really failing on him, he wasn't able to really eat. So he had like you know a shake that he could drink to give him a little bit of energy, and we were all cheering him on to drink. And I felt like something was you know maybe he was gonna turn around and be okay. Um, and then and then in the morning, my when I woke up, my dad told me that he had passed away that morning, and. Uh, um Obviously, I was in shock because I was like literally I heard someone walk into the room, and I like look up and my dad's there, and obviously he's crying, and it was really awful, but I'm happy that I was able to like spend his last night with him, and My aunt was the one who was with him when he passed. She went at six thirty in the morning when she woke up because she knew she was leaving that night to spend a little more time with him and just sit by his bed and He looked at her and she said, you know, he opened his eyes and she said, everyone's in the house. My dad was there. I was there. My little brother was there. My grandma, my brother and sister. My sister was already on the plane. My brother was coming later that day and she said, the house is full. Everybody's here. And she said that he like looked at her and smiled and closed his eyes and passed away. So I am happy he passed with someone with his child and with the house full and I really believe that he waited until the house was as full as it's really been to go so that my grandma would have that support. And I'm so thankful that I was there to help out and help my grandma pack and close up the house to come to New York because my papa wanted to get buried in New York so that he could be close to all of his children to make it easier for them. And, um, just though I had never, you know, growing up, I was always thankful that I had all my grandparents, but I don't think that I truly, I obviously didn't appreciate it enough that at 30 years old, I had four living grandparents who are alive and well and healthy and mentally and physically. And, uh, I'm just so thankful that I had this past month and a half down here with him And it was really, you know, thankfully, I've never really been to a funeral or I had been to my great grandma's funeral when I was a child, but I don't really remember it that well. And it was amazing to see the Jewish culture and tradition on the respect that you pay to a dead person and how they're covered immediately and how you walk them out. and just like the amount of food that was sent over and messages that we received and support from the entire community and family and friends was just so amazing to see people come together in a time of need to support each other. Um, so that I'm thankful for that. I'm also thankful that I was able to spend a lot of time with my grandma all week and my aunts and uncles and my cousins who I never really spend that much time with. Um, just for us all to come together through this really sad time was something really beautiful and I just want to honor him and hope that he's looking down at me and proud of me and I'm just I'm really gonna miss him and I know that he lives in my memories and he lives within my family and I will always cherish the time that I had with him. Need a moment to catch my breath. So I thought that I could talk about health on this episode and my experience with SIBO. It's something that I've spoken a lot about on my Instagram, on my stories and posts. I've mentioned it in the podcast as well, but I think it's something that is a lot more common and Underdiagnosed and people don't know about it. So, I wanted to share my experience with you guys in hopes that if someone is struggling out there or if maybe this would come up for you in the future, you'll understand what it is and be able to get help faster. I would say, like mid July, I started feeling a little off in my body and I was going through a very stressful period with like family things, finalizing my divorce. Um, going out with fuckboys, thinking that I wanted a hot girl summer, realizing a hot girl summer wasn't all that fun for me. And I just think like mentally, I wasn't in the best headspace. And I was going through a lot of inner stress. And even though I thought I was handling my stress well, I obviously wasn't. And one of the things that I learned through this journey is that your mental health and your gut are directly aligned If something's not going well in your head, it's more or less going to affect your stomach. And I guess I really knew this because when I went through my divorce, I and my breakup, I was miserable and I just like didn't have an appetite. So I lost a lot of weight. I just didn't want to eat. And it wasn't like I was trying to diet. I just had no appetite. And like naturally food makes me happy. And when I'm unhappy, then I don't want it. And So I guess I should have known the correlation then. But in the summer, I was going through a lot of stress. And I started feeling like I wasn't going to the I don't want to be TMIs. But I feel like if you're listening to this, and hopefully you won't struggle. But if you are struggling, you know, I wasn't going to the bathroom the way that I wanted to, I was very bloated. And I never really been bloated in my life. Like, yeah, of course, after a meal, I would feel full to the point of like when people would talk about like feeling bloated. I never understood what that meant until this time. And I would started getting like hard on myself being like, you're eating too much or you're not being healthy or oh my God, you're gaining weight. Like what's wrong with you? Like buckle up, have more control. I made a note in my phone, like take control because I thought like I was going out of control. Like obviously I was eating unhealthy and eating too much because my body started gaining weight and being bloated and just started having like a bad relationship with my body which is something that I've always found that I've really put my relationship with my body first especially like seeing my sister deal with an eating disorder and battle it it's something that I've always tried my best to be really kind to my body And have a healthy relationship with food. But I definitely started developing this unhealthy relationship because I'm like, I'm not, like, something's wrong. Like, something's not adding up here. Like, it must be like me eating too much. And I planned this health retreat for myself, like, one for my mental health, but also I was like, maybe my body just needs a detox. Maybe I need a reset. And I did come back from that retreat. I lost like six pounds. I was no longer bloated, but I literally just ate like, minimal fruit and vegetables for six days or seven days. And it was a great detox. I think it's amazing. I would love to do it again. But that's not a way of life. And when I came back and I started eating again, normally I realized like something's not right. Like this isn't me overeating because I went like insanely healthy, like no dairy, limited gluten, minimizing my proteins, like mainly focusing on fruits and vegetables. And I wasn't, I was eating a healthy amount, but I was still gaining weight and I was still not fitting into my clothing and just very uncomfortable to the point where I like couldn't really get dressed. I didn't want to go on dates because I was like, well, number one, I don't feel like I look good. Number two, like, what if I wanted to take someone home? I felt really gassy. I'm like, that's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to be on a date and feel that way. And I just like felt like I was like becoming this like shell of myself. And I'm like, I cannot go on like this anymore. Like something is wrong. I need to figure out. And I had spoken to a few friends and they recommended looking into a functional medicine doctor. And Miriam with her eating disorder had gone to this doctor, Raphael Kelman, and he's a functional medicine doctor. And he helped her a lot, like get her hormones in balance um, because she was deficient in certain things. So I was like, let me try going to him. Like maybe I'm like deficient in something or something's wrong. I go to him and I share with him my symptoms. He puts me on some supplements. He takes a blood test. I go back like two weeks later for the blood test results and he's like, you're extremely nutrient deficient. Like your body is very low in X, Y, Z. Like this is not healthy. Like I think that you might have something called SIBO or some sort of, or maybe you have a thyroid imbalance. So I did a stress test and I scheduled a breath test because I was like, how is it possible that my nutrients are so low when I'm literally eating the cleanest I've ever eaten in my entire life? I'm generally very healthy. The other thing I was experiencing was fatigue and brain fogginess. Like generally, I'm like a morning person. I wake up early. I hop out of bed. I go for my morning walk. I work out. I'm just like energized in the morning and I would wake up and like I couldn't get out of bed. Like I was like, I just couldn't. And I would think back to earlier in the summer where I would be super active. And now like, I just didn't have energy. And he's like, there's something wrong. Like your body, obviously, if you're eating healthy, it doesn't matter if you're eating healthy. If your body doesn't have the right bacteria to break down the fruits and vegetables and healthy food that you have, your body isn't getting any of those nutrients. And that's why you're fatigued. And that's why you have brain fogginess. And that's why you have bowel issues because there you don't have enough fiber like things aren't being broken down so I go back I take the three-hour breath test and I think that's what really deters people from looking into SIBO is because it's like a really long test you have to be in a doctor's office for three hours drink this disgusting solution and then every 20 minutes I think blow into a tube and it tests like the methane and hydrogen or something levels in your system to find out if like what kind of bacteria you have in your intestines. I started taking these supplements that were helping a little bit, helping with my stress level, helping with my um, energy level. I took uh, vitamin B12 injections um, two or three times a week for a month and suddenly I was getting my energy back. But I still didn't feel comfortable in my body, and like I really remember, like I in my old apartment, I had a mirror by my bed, and like I wouldn't look at myself, like I or if I did look at myself, I would be like, "You're gross," and like I just, I even remember like there were certain pajamas like I like couldn't even wear sweatpants because they felt like uncomfortable on my stomach, and I just remember like crying and being like, "What's wrong with me?" Like I need. I need help. Like, I don't know what to do. And it's just like awful when your body goes against you and you feel like you're being so healthy and you're taking care of yourself. And if you're not focusing on taking care of your mental health enough, it will affect your physical health. And I think that's like the biggest lesson that I learned in all of this. So I go, I take the breath test. It comes back that I have very high levels of, of, whatever it is in your system that shows that you have SIBO. And SIBO stands for small intestine bacteria overgrowth. And that just means more or less that when you're eating, you're supposed to have bacteria in your intestines break down your food. But I had an overgrowth of bad bacteria and therefore my food was not being broken down properly. So I wasn't getting no nutrients and My body wasn't processing things and wasn't able to release. So I was just gaining weight and holding on to everything and extremely gassy and just miserable. So I go on an antibiotics for two weeks. Um, The thing with SIBO that's scary is that it's either 40 or 60 percent of people get it again within nine months. So it's something that like once you get it, it's something you're going to have to be mindful of always, which is very unfortunate because it's very hard to completely get rid of. And that's why people do multiple rounds of antibiotics. I didn't want to do that. Number one, the antibiotics made me even more tired than I ever was and uncomfortable. And I just like would try my best to be more. And the functional medicine doctor, Dr. Kelman, is very into supplements, but like sometimes you need antibiotics. So I did it for two weeks. I did feel better at that time. During those two weeks, I also did a low FODMAP diet. That's when I was introduced to bellywelly and reading labels a lot more to find out like what ingredients, what causes bloating. I also started doing hydrocolonics. Um, if you want to look into that, it's basically where they like shoot something up you, water, and they clean out your colon. And I've been keeping that in the beginning when I was like super bloated, super backed up, super unhappy and uncomfortable in my body, I went for like the first two weeks, probably like four or five times to finally like feel like I could breathe again. And since then I've been going like every three, four weeks for maintenance. And that has helped an incredible amount, um, just like cleansing out my system. And I've been trying to do like a juice cleanse every few weeks as well to detox my system. Um, and I still take a lot of supplements for my meals. If you know me or have hung out with me, I still have my before, during and after meal supplements, which I hope I'll be able to get out out of someday. But for right now, I do feel a difference when I don't take them. So I'm going to continue to take them. Something I've been focusing on is really putting my mental health above because it just affects you in a crazy way and like the stress levels and even if you feel like you're dealing with your stress if you're eating your stress up and you're not like facing it head on it will come out because something is eating up your stress so even though I felt like I was okay my body was just swallowing the stress and swallowing the stress to the point where it physically harmed me and if you're someone who is uncomfortable or feels like you have any of the symptoms of gas bloat Irregular bowel movements, fatigue, brain fogginess, I would really, really recommend getting checked out because you should not live like that. It is miserable. It's a terrible way to live. And it's just so unhealthy. And something that I had to really work on in therapy was, and I, you know, was going to therapy throughout this time. I started going back again when I learned that my stress and my body are so interconnected and something that i spoke about a lot was like not feeling good in my own skin and i've been trying to practice this and my therapist told me like i need to look at myself in the mirror and say you are strong you are beautiful you are healthy and if you're always putting out to yourself like i'm fat or i don't look good or i'm unattractive like you're going to start to internalize those things even though we know that they're not true you're going to start feeling that way about yourself. And I had to really rebuild my self confidence to be like, I am beautiful no matter what size I am, because I couldn't be mad at myself for a while for being a little heavier, feeling bloated, because my body wouldn't allow it. There was nothing I could do. All I could do was focus on being positive to myself, finding ways to meditate, finding ways to do self care. And that's why I'm so into setting my workouts, doing my lymphatic drainage massages that I, that helps me with circulation, and when I need a mental health day or I need a day off, I will find times to f- spend time with my friends to watch some TV, to go out for a nice meal, and just make time for yourself to unwind and relax and if I feel myself, I've had instances since then where I've been in a stressful situation. And I could feel like my stomach getting tense and I'm like, oh my God, it's going to happen again. And now I'm like, no, it's not going to happen again because I have the tools to maintain a healthier lifestyle and a mentally better healthy lifestyle within myself, with how I speak to myself, with how I talk about myself and my body and how I look at myself in the mirror, but also things that I can do that if I feel like I am going to have a flare up, I can go see my doctor again, like maybe go on the supplements that I was taking and the herbs that I was taking right after my antibiotic that were a little bit stronger that since then I've been off of. But now I know I'm very, very much in tune with what's going on in my body. I've learned to listen to myself. If there are times that I feel like I'm eating something that maybe doesn't agree with me instead of being like, oh, whatever, it's not a big deal. I'm like, wait, what was this? How does it make me feel? Because you should treat your body like a temple. Because it's the thing that keeps you going. And I hope that if someone is struggling, they will listen to this. Or if you know someone struggling, share this with them that they can get the help that they need. Because there are things that you can do to feel better. Someone sent in for the heart-to-heart. This isn't really an advice question, but asking about all the body treatments that I do. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the things I've done what I recommend, and why I keep doing them. So definitely, if you're having stomach issues, I would recommend looking into getting hydrocolonic. I can share the information of the place that I go to in Miami and in New York in the show notes. For lymphatic drainage, I love the talks. I love Yara, the salon. They do incredible wood therapy and regular lymphatic drainage. And there's something called Icoon that I go to that's from a place called Cass Aesthetics. And it's this machine that does lymphatic drainage, anticellulite, circulation, recovery, all these amazing things. So I am a big fan of drainage because it's amazing how much water retention your body can have. And just by pushing it out manually or with the machine, your body will transform. So it's something that I always do before I travel for a trip, for sure, maybe after a trip, as well as when I feel like every couple of weeks, I feel like my body needs that detox. They also ask about workouts. So when I lived in New York, I was working with the Sculpt Society, and they have an app where you can do daily workouts. They have live workouts, but I trained with their trainers. And it was amazing. It's like a combination of dance cardio and like mat base. Pilates, really great workout. And while I've been in Miami, I've been going to Jets at Pilates. I've never done reformer Pilates before, but it's so hard and challenging. And I really love it. I hope to keep it up when I'm back in New York. And I've also been doing something called Sweat 440 that they actually have a location in New York as well. It's really cool. It's like four... um, four sets of 10 minute workouts and you just like go through, it's kind of like a boot camp, and they focus on either upper body or lower body and maybe like full body routines, but it's a great workout. So that's like what I've been doing while I'm down here, but I'm also a big lover of YouTube videos. I have a mat, I have my ankle weights and I have low dumbbell weights as well in my apartment whenever I need like a quick workout because all those things, Taking care of your body and your mind and making time for exercise for yourself is so important. Thank you guys for listening to Heart to Heart this week. I will see you next time. Make sure you follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, Butch of a Heart and at Heart to Heart.